Welcome back everyone to Radio Arma. Uh, we are very, very happy to have you on the show. Um, we've been absent f uh, less than last week because we were obviously preparing this big talk about the new Arma uh, 3 Contact DLC. Uh, as usual, remember you can find us on Twitter at Radio Arma. And you can find us on our website also um, at RadioArma.com. Uh, you have access to the Discord server where you can come and chat with the community and ask us any questions. Um, welcome, Cyrus, with me today Hello. to talk about the Armathy Contact. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun fun little ride. I think we've got a lot yes. to cover. Yes, there's a lot of uh, to cover. Um, first of all, please excuse my bad sound. My microphone has changed. I know it's because um, I've got technical problems with the usual one, so it'll do for this time. Um, Cyrus, let's talk about uh, what we're going to to cover in this uh, in this podcast. What we're going to cover about the DLC. I think the campaign is first what we're what we're going to talk about. And then uh, what I'd, do we have? I definitely say so. So I think the the campaign is probably the biggest thing that we need to cover here tonight. And we'll probably have a bit of a chat about uh, some of the the additions to the engine and stuff like that. I know I've got a lot of criticisms about the way that the uh, the new stuff was sort of advertised to us. Um, but uh, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. So basically, yeah. Cyrus, you're going to be the uh, the guy that's going to have all the uh, well, most of the negative uh, aspects of of the uh, of the DLC, and I'm probably going to be the guy that has all the uh, the good uh, the good uh, feedback about that DLC. So yeah, it's going maybe. to be a very interesting talk. We'll um, see. I, we'll, we'll I have a nuanced opinion. If I'm if I'm gonna if I give it away early, it'll. Uh, uh, it'll be that um, I I like it. I just don't think it's worth thirty bucks. Ah, I see. So we're going to be talking about the Livonia map also. Uh, what is there? So the campaign Livonia, the 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 uh, the engine update. Um, there's well, it's not an engine update, but you know the features added. No, it's not. Um, we're going to be talking about the, uh, I mean, the little things and bits and pieces that were added as uh, like buildings, like uh, uh, assets, uh, like, oh, and the, the, the weapons, the obviously. Defense force. The, the weapons, obviously, and the Livonia Defense Force and all the uh, other characters that were introduced in, uh, in, uh, in this uh, uh, DLC. Uh, obviously, mm. this will be spoiler-free. We are not going to give away anything about the uh, Armor 3 Contact uh, campaign. You can obviously find all that com th that content on internet, on YouTube. I mean, there's a lot of spoilers out there, and you don't need us to add it, add some spoilers to it. Uh, if you want to... I, I, I think if you really want to watch it, I think Operator Drewski has just finished his series on it. Yeah, but the... 
Mm. I mean, there's other reference, obviously, and other people that did a full recording of the of the campaign before him. So yeah, there's a lot of information out there. You can find that out uh, by yourselves. Um, Cyrus. Also, apologies for my creaky door. My uh, my cat seems to like pushing it open and closed all of a sudden. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so um, Cyrus, why don't you go ahead with the campaign? What did you think about that campaign? It's the main feature of this DLC, obviously. Mm. So the the big thing about the DLC is that um, you you buy it and you get all the content that comes with it, but the actual contact campaign which includes all the aliens, the, uh, the e- M-Spec device, and, and obviously the campaign itself, is uh, it's, it's a separate optional download, like, like with uh, Global Mobilization. Oh yeah, that's one thing that we need to clarify, because we had a huge amount, I personally had a huge amount of questions about that thing. People just did not understand how it worked. So basically, you've got uh, a free update that is coming with the when when it was released so with 1.94 update which are Mm -hmm. basically a few commands added in the game some fixes a lot of fixes also uh we'll probably go through one or two of those and um a few bits of uh, bits and pieces that you can place on the in the editor in your uh in your missions and that kind Mm. of thing those are free but I actually had a look through it. There's there's a lot of those. Um, it's, yeah, it's but it's just bits, bits and pieces. But yeah, still, these are free. So you don't need to buy the DLC in order to have them. But if you want to use the Livonia map, if you want to use the Livonia uh, new weapons, new, new factions, and also obviously the campaign and all the assets that come with it, you need to buy that. Once you've bought it, that is platform, okay? So that's just an additional thing that will be default in your armor once you've bought it. The only optional thing, things will be the campaign, the aliens, uh, the and a few other uh, improvements related to the campaign. Those are optional. Mm. Basically, you can activate them or not. If you don't activate them, you still have access to Livonia. You still have access to all the other content from the contact thing. You just don't have access to the aliens and to um, and to the campaign, basically. And there's there's also one other thing with the contact DLC that's probably worth mentioning is that um, there's no multiplayer. If you have it yes, active, there, someone released a mod the other day to add it in if you want to play some aliens. So that was Asayu. Uh, Asayu did unlock the multiplayer uh, when, you know, it's basically he gave back the access to the multiplayer uh, through that through his mod, basically. Mm. Um, but he does insist on one very important point, Bohemia Interactive did not implement the multiplayer when that campaign stuff is activated for uh, compatibility reasons okay it's yeah, very it's... very important that you just know that they did not activate it because if you do and you go on the internet and play on multiplayer with that content you'll have a shit ton of bug basically yeah it's uh, i'm i'm, I'm going to get into it later after we've finished like this this little summary but it's like a lot of the alien stuff is 
Well, it's it's not very functional outside of the campaign. And I'll, I'll, it I'll was designed for later. the campaign, but it's barely usable outside, indeed. Um, mm. So, about that campaign, what did you think about it, Cyrus? Um, so, before now, um, Laws of War was my favorite DLC. Like, uh, I really liked the campaign in that one. I thought it was a really interesting take on storytelling in a video game. And this one... This one, this one beats it. This one is probably like looking at it now. It's it's the combined years, like how many years that Armor Three has been out, um, like six, seven years. It's the last seven years of Bohemia's mission making experience all combined into this. Uh, I don't want to call it a masterpiece, but it's very, very good story. Um, they've learned a lot from their old campaigns that didn't work very well. They've made it a lot more interesting and they've added some new game mechanics that make it really fun. Yeah. Mm. To me, to me, it's, it's, uh, it's, I have exactly the same feeling. Um, the laws of war DLC, if you don't have it, please buy it just for the, for the campaign, the storytelling, as Cyrus just said, it was amazing. But here, they did the same thing is they pushed the storytelling and the ambience around that single player experience mm. a, a step further. I mean, it's just completely, it's great. It's a good experience. You, you'll just have a crazy time just roaming around that campaign. Exactly. Uh, we're not obviously not going to spoil anything, but I mean, it's you'll probably hear a lot of people's reactions on internet when they hit that one moment where there's the first contact i mean the 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 reaction is always the same like whoa <laughs> it's just <laughs> insane so and also yeah. in terms of the uh the ambience that you mentioned like there's um there's some really good like you can see how well the sound design in the game has uh evolved over the years because i think they've really managed to capture that concept of like strange alien entities flying around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, they, they did a great, great work on uh, the sound capturing indeed and sound design, I guess, because it's mm. all about, I mean, you can't just, I mean, it's all creation, basically, creating a, uh, an alien sound indeed. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, my experience in the, campaign was just insane i finished it i don't think you finished it uh cyrus no 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 i still okay. have one mission to go i think one and a half missions thereabouts but, but I'm, i mean i'm yeah. most of the way through yeah a lot of people just started it and and uh t had a lot of things to do so they didn't finish it i really took a full weekend to just drive all through it and i did it twice to be honest i i went through it twice in one weekend because it, because it was so cool um, and um, I really recommend it highly because it's a very, very good single-player experience. I mean, it's nothing compared to what you can find on the on the workshop or whatever. I mean, this is Bohemia Interactive masterpiece of, of campaign. Um, mm. Nothing compared to the uh, default vanilla um, Armor 3 uh, main campaign. That main campaign yeah, is shit. I... I, I really do like how they've changed their approach to gameplay for this one um, without going too yeah. far into it uh, and potentially spoiling some things. They've basically given you 
the ability to avoid combat completely if you're yeah. smart about playing the game. Indeed. But it also doesn't matter if you want to go playing like the the Rambo. The, the gun yeah, Rambo, that's what I want. The gun <laughs> the guns blazing man who just goes in and kills everyone. Yeah. It, it's gonna be hard, but you can do it. Yeah, indeed. I did both approach uh, approaches, and obviously the Rambo style is very hard. So obviously they, they <laughs> did provide another way of, of playing the game. Um, this brings us to the main focus of that uh, well that DLC, and especially that campaign. I think it's it was very blurred, and here I'm sure that Cyrus will have a lot to say. It was blurred <laughs> by the fact that there was aliens in the game they were going to implement an alien topic we didn't know what it was going to be basically but they said alien so obviously we were expecting a lot of things that that was the the thing though they didn't say aliens yeah indeed they they didn't say aliens explicitly and they didn't say anything else explicitly so obviously Mm. there was a huge uh, a huge, obviously, community um, response to that. Everyone was uh, making their own thoughts about what's w- what was going to be in there. And obviously, we took part in it because we did a full episode <laughs> on speculating on that. And that was great. But in the end, there's there's one thing that is extremely important. Is there there are alien entities i'd I'd say yeah you 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 won't be playing an XCOM scenario using these alien assets no there's no infantry units there's no dudes with laser cannons or anything like that there are i think a grand total of four alien alien objects yeah alien entities there's also the little yeah bulbs that you've seen in the trailer three of them are drones and Mm. Uh, one of them is obviously the main mothership is a, a static object basically it's only yeah. decoration basically yeah so well well i i've made it fly i worked out how to you attach it to a drone oh, and then make nice. the drone fly around oh that is amazing <laughs> okay i didn't it, it try looks that really dumb if you oh, if you okay. played elite dangerous and you've seen how the capital ships fly in that it looks like that Okay, right. Well, anyways, if you want to be able to uh, manipulate that big mothership on the workshop, there's a guy that provided a, a mod for in, in order to, to just jump in that mothership and actually drive it or fly it. Oh, okay. okay. That's cool. So there's I a mod. have to have a look at that. Yeah, you can, you can have that mod also too. Yeah. The community is always backing you up, guys. So don't worry. You've got all the content in the end even though uh, Bohemia didn't release it. Um, so we were going to say that, that there was obviously a focus on something else, which is the mm. electronic warfare. Uh, yeah. This contact DLC is not on aliens, it's on electronic warfare. All through the well, campaign, if we don't spoil too much, you'll be dealing with electronic warfare. Um, yeah. Obviously, Cyrus, you're, you're going to have to to step in here because yeah. that electronic warfare is only for the campaign. It is indeed, and that's probably the most disappointing part of this DLC to me is that um, there was a big uh, talk, especially by Bohemia on Twitter, about the new M Spec device. This um, 
thing that would let you like listen into enemy comms and you could, you it's, could start, it's like... basically a cannon uh, it's, it's basically a hand cannon with a hand mm. pistol it does go in the pistol slot by the way i think yeah um, that's, yes that's correct yeah and, um, and but it's yeah, yeah. It, you can use it to like listen to radios and send messages back and forth and that's cool and all but the the thing that was really interesting to me was the drone jammer so yes basically it can the idea was you pointed at a drone and then the drone stops functioning yeah properly. indeed and, well it's, um, it doesn't stop hmm. functioning it basically stops communicating with the operator and switched uh, to to the um, autopilot and lands basically wherever it, it has to land. Mm. Or Safety. in the case of the uh, the gunning the gunning UAVs, uh, sorry UGVs, the, yeah, the ground based disables ones. them. Yeah, yeah, it disables their gun and you know lets you go up and disable them. And I I, I, I looked at all of that and I went, oh, that sounds really cool. That'll that'll make drones like in the platform far more. Interesting. Like, useful. Indeed. Yeah, like you, yeah. you, 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 you have more options than hitting the UGB with a rocket. Hell yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, like Flash has said, it's it's all smoke and mirrors in the campaign. It's all done with scripts that unfortunately aren't operational by default. Uh, yes. So, so that's yeah. that's one of the point I wanted. I mean, me as a scripter um, in Armor Three wanted to to point out is that. Um, there's a lot, as, as Cyrus said, there's a lot of content that is not default in the game. You, you can't just jump in the editor, uh, put yourself a, um, an M-Spec device and go, go disable drones, basically. You have to have a few notions in scripting in order to reproduce those. And um, mm. it's, that's one of my disappointments that where I agree with Cyrus, obviously those should have been a more, you know, accessible feature of that DLC. Um, yeah. I feel like the the, the common people, uh, I mean, n some people just want to just open the game up and go into the editor and play with the editor and just not bother about scripting or or programming whatever. Uh, and just want to have fun in the editor. And I feel like if I had been a kid back then when I was in Operation Flashpoint, I was eight years old, playing with the <laughs> editor and just uh, putting two armies uh, against each other and just having fun about that kind of thing. I'm sure there's that kind, those kinds of kids. I know, for example, Mel's, uh, you know, Mel, the, the Arma 3 ambassador, his kid has started mm. playing with, uh, with Arma 3. And he, basically, he's doing what I did back then. He's basically jumping in the editor and just uh, throwing two armies uh, against one another. And I feel like there's kids out there that would like to be playing with that kind of thing, but they won't be able because they need to put their nose inside scripting, and they can't, right? I mean, so, you, can, you, can, you can still put down two, two armies and watch them. Yes, bash of course, bash but not the inspect devices and that mm. those new features. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's kind of but, weird. But mm, the 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 other problem that I have with it too, though, is just the fact that it's not actually, um, it's not actually cutting off the drone from the the operator or anything like that. It's it's just freezing it in place, or it's giving it a waypoint and telling it to land. Like it's not, 
it's not actually implemented any electronic warfare things, which is what I was really hoping for, like the ability to uh, jam your enemy's communications so that they can't like call contacts that they see to to nearby squads and stuff like that. Like I, I was well, really hoping when I saw that. Well, thing that you we'd could, see stuff you could, like yes. In in the campaign, you do have that, you know, that noise that you you mm. can bombard the enemy with. Well, exactly, that is, but it's, that is it's jamming the comms. Oh, it is, but it is. It's still just a script that's running like very specifically for that scenario. Sure. There's nothing like you can't yeah. export that out into your own missions well, uh, without yes, writing you the could, whole but system. Through scripting, yeah. You, yeah, you can, but you'd have to write the whole script from scratch Indeed. is my, my yeah. point. Like yeah. I, I was really Indeed. hoping when I saw all of this that they were planning on implementing it like as, as part of the engine mm. and yeah. and giving us access to this, this new... Well, basically, we'll just have yeah. to wait for them to unlock their EBO files and access their scripts and how they did it. Uh, once mm. they do that in a few months, obviously we'll have access to those scripts and we'll be able to reproduce them. But in the meantime, obviously, scripters will just have to, you know, like deal with it on their own and try to reproduce it as as, as good as they can. Uh, that's one of yeah. the down point, indeed, um, indeed. But I mean, in the end, um, we need to mention still we we still need to mention that. If you want to do certain things, Bohemia did publish a few tutorials, very well-made, step-by-step tutorials in order to, for example, um, set up your, your um, the alien drones, basically. Set up the alien drones, you can set oh, them yeah. up, you can, you can do everything that is done in the campaign. There's a step-by-step -step tutorial, obviously you need a few notions in scripting. But it's a very well done step by step. I mean, I had no problems at all reproducing it. It's extremely easy. So those tutorials are on the Bohemia website in the wiki part. But as we said, indeed, it's not part of the of the you know mm. default armor three, and yeah, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, uh, I, I was going to say my first impression of the aliens because uh, I, I loaded up the DLC and I was like, okay, cool. I could play the campaign or I would load up the editor and have a look at these aliens. And I put them in and uh, they don't do anything on their own. They they literally just fall out of the sky. Yeah, that's what I did first. I put one of those drones in the sky. It just fell down like a shit. It just like <laughs> dropped just to like, the oh, floor okay. and exploded. That was very disappointing, I must admit. And then I just <laughs> did a, a bit of digging and found those uh, those tutorials, and then it worked. But yeah, first impression, a bit disappointing on that part. But the campaign is just completely insane, so we recommend you play it. Let's switch Definitely. to Livonia. I well, think that's actually. A, can yeah? I just add one little thing there? Yes, I recommend course. playing it if you've already bought the DLC. And if you haven't bought the DLC, I recommend that you wait till it goes on sale to buy it. Yes, for, I, for the, I if, completely if you're only looking agree. for the campaign. Yes, I completely agree. Wait for it to go on sales and then buy it. Um, it's not worth the shit ton of money that it's yeah. it's, uh, uh, it's, it's suggested. It's Australian dollars, which is I'm not sure if that counts in, know, in your strange European money. Yeah, it's it's basically the same, and it's a a lot of money for for that. Uh, single player campaign just wait mm. for it to go on sales i completely agree with cyrus um on to livonia now what did you think about livonia i loved it i completely I, loved it i really like going back to eastern europe 
Uh, it's a really good map. I'm actually currently driving around in a van in it as we speak, just mm -hmm. taking in the sights. Um, it's really nice to go back to Eastern Europe, and it's also really good to see that Bohemia hasn't done what I thought they might have done and just copied all of the old Armour 2 assets in. They've they've actually taken a lot of the buildings and uh, and the uh, structures from uh, DayZ and... Um, Indeed. So that yeah. is one of the key features, I think, of Livonia is, I mean, apart from the fact that I think that Livonia is an extremely well-built terrain, they put a lot of work in it, and it's looking amazing, I would recommend buying the DLC just for the Livonia map, uh, in my sense, because it's it's being switched in, for me, I'm just talking for me, but... It's it's my favorite map now in Armor 3 and in all the Armor series now. Um, it's I hadn't to be honest I hadn't felt I posted that on Twitter last night. I hadn't felt this um, urge to go on the map and discover the map since Operation Flashpoint. So just imagine how good this is. Uh, the, this map is just insane. It's just super well designed and I love it. That's my personal feelings. Uh, you can obviously all have your personal opinions um, or personal well, feelings about I, that. I'm inclined to say that maybe you but, love it because uh, it's uh, it's reminding you of your beloved Europe because it is that that uh, sort of more European well, terrain no, as opposed but, to the well, yeah, yeah. I Greek I part. must admit, yeah, my countryside where mm -hmm. I am at right now is very similar to where um, Livonia takes place. I I completely <laughs> under agree, indeed. But um, apart from that, as you said, they did a very, very cool thing. Is they took the Daisy structures that were already updated from the from the Armor Two. So let's say what we said just before is before the podcast, Cyrus. We said mm. that they took so the the Armor Two assets were basically buildings structure in in which you couldn't really go into. It, there it, were, it was an empty box with yeah, with a, a building box. texture on the outside. Indeed, and then Daisy came in. They put those models into into Daisy. Daisy updated them uh, and made them uh, explorable. Basically, you could enter those buildings. Well, some of those, not all of them, but they still had that old textures. Um, and they were not well, still looking on the two like basically. And yeah, then basically. Livonia comes in, takes those assets, updates the the textures, and makes every single building enterable. So basically, now we've got armor two top level quality buildings that are uh, all explorable and enterable, and uh, whatever word I can put on that. Mm. And and they they're not like that. I I would definitely say that they are better than the buildings on Altus as well. Oh, they so are definitely better. There's there's a lot more detail on the inside of these things. So, like I've I've just pulled up here at a, an old abandoned barracks, and it's got like radiators on the walls, and like there's a whole shower block in here. There's like, there's a lot of things it's not just that empty are rooms. yeah. It's basically a lot of things that are improved from the Altus things. Two things. First, there's a lot more choice in the buildings because in Altis, let's be honest, there were like three buildings and they were yeah. just spread out all the map on all the map. And that was extremely disappointing. And second is they improved the inside textures. Basically, if you go into one of those buildings, the 
how do you call that? The the thing you put on the walls, you know, the well, basically the walls inside mm. the buildings are extremely good quality. You'll enter uh, a new like it. It is not. It is empty. I mean, the the default building is empty. There's no furniture inside. That's up to you to add it. But it doesn't feel empty. That's yeah. one very good thing. Is it doesn't feel empty because the textures inside are so good quality that it doesn't feel like you're inside a Altis blank sterile exactly, yeah. uh, building, basically. You know. Yeah, exactly. That's that's basically my thoughts as well. Is yes. Yeah, the, the Altus buildings have got that plain white wall. Uh, all of these buildings, they have appropriate interiors for what they are. Uh, mm -hmm. So all the, the military buildings, like, so there, there's a lot of ex-Soviet ex buildings in the map too. So those are all looking like run down So all the, the wallpapers like stripping off and there's yeah. like old ancient stains on them and stuff. Um, and yeah, it it looks really good. It's got a lot of character. Yeah. Also, um, one thing I loved is the, you know, the, uh, how do you call it? Not corn, it's the wheat, wheat fields. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they just kill my frame rush. Man, yeah, <laughs> no, no, not, well, not me, anyways, but, uh, but indeed those, those big areas, I feel like Livonia on one side and the north side is very flat and you've got that that view on the sky when the when the sun sets is completely insane or when the sun rises is completely completely insane due to the fact that it's it's flat and and you don't you've got all those uh fields ahead and those little mm. towns and it looks great and then in the south part there's a lot of forest and a lot of uh, hills and mountains yeah and it's just the same there's there's by night the south is insane by day the north is insane i mean it's great also um <laughs> what um we we do have a few negative parts i mean yeah Livonia so is not just a masterpiece it also i think in my experience and you confirmed in your experience as well cyrus mm -hmm. when you load the map uh it's, it's kind of so yeah, all, all of this extra detail does have its downside, which is that it's going to take longer to load. Uh, like I, I run Armour 3 on a solid-state drive specifically so that I don't have to worry about load times on textures and things like Same that. Same for me. And even then, I'm taking... Like, I'll load up the editor and then I'll be looking at a town for probably a minute or two and I'll be watching all of the, the low-poly textures slowly go away and get replaced by the the high quality ones and that's yeah uh, and me me driving around the map now i am noticing occasionally i'm going a little bit too fast for the the game to load all of the textures so i'm occasionally seeing textures pop in as i go yeah well to me it's only happening when i enter the editor basically i did not mm. i what i did yesterday is i jumped in a server that was running levonia uh, and I loaded the server and the server just popped in and everything was loaded and it was all good and amazing. No problem. But if I go into the editor, indeed, I load Livonia and then I just spend five minutes waiting for the uh, map to load. It's a pain. So we can just basically hope that Bohemia is going to release a, a hotfix or an update that will improve 
Uh, yeah, the... it'll need some better texture streaming, I yeah. think, would be the, the thing yeah. it's going to need. Cause, cause, yeah, it's a bit slow to load, but in the end, it's a great, great map. Hmm. another thing that i will say too and this could just be me because i've got a sort of mid-range computer at this point in 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 the technology scale um i don't get good frame rates on this map um i i'm currently in the editor i'm driving around in a van there's nothing else on the map and i'm pretty consistently on 35 frames per second oh okay um, yeah that, whereas that... on on altus i'll be on 60 same with stratus Okay. Uh, so all of, all of this extra detail comes at a cost, definitely. Yeah, I think there's a lot of tweaking in the um, settings that must be done uh, in order yeah. to play on Livonia. Um, I personally do not have Cyrus's problems with frame rates, uh, but I do understand that uh, yeah, for Livonia there is a few improvements in the uh, in the settings or tweaking in the settings. Yeah, uh, to, for to your be computer. fair, I haven't changed my settings since the DLC came yeah. out, so I should yeah. probably so look into that. That's probably one of the small downsides is that you'll have to adapt your settings if you go into Livonia because it, it's so, a beautiful place, but it's costly in, in resources. Um, let's go okay, to. The I, next. I am playing on ultra, so that probably explains ah, it a bit. Yeah, as well. That let's go to the next topic. I think would be uh, the assets. You know the the little yeah, yeah, props good. and so, things that were added free in the game, basically that everyone will have. Um, okay. There's a so lot let me, of. Let me let me stop driving around then. Let's have a look at what we've got here. Yeah, so there's a lot from... of furniture, um, tents, and and. Uh, and stuff that is free, as we said in the beginning of this podcast, uh, you don't have to buy the DLC in order to have those. Um, and basically, I think you'll probably have—I don't know if you'll have an ad or something like the other DLCs, but but maybe not. Um, but I don't yeah. think so with the the platform stuff. So the platform stuff is basically uh, things related to the Livonian map to a degree. But there's also, uh, so there's um, decontamination stuff. Yeah. Uh, so decontamination tents and things from, like that. There's an from what I've system. seen, From what I've seen, you can automate those in order to, to shower down your vehicles and, and, uh, and infantry, I think. Yeah, I don't know if, right. you, if you have to go through scripting to do that, but um, I think you can automate those and, and make them actually work. That is great. Mm. And there's, they've also added in a lot of... Something that really is really interesting to me, actually, is um, they've added in a lot of uh, tents that yeah. can link together. Mm -hmm. um, I, so, they, yeah, so you can like build like an actual command headquarters kind of mm -hmm. tent, basically, and with it. I'm going to add something for, uh, for the civilian part also, uh, is there's a lot of hiking things that were added. Um, I, I, it's gonna be funny, sure, but I when I was in the forest during the campaign, the only thing I wanted to do is just put go into the editor, load Livonia, go into the forest, put some infant, I mean some some civilian guy, uh, jump in player in that infantry guy, and put like a, a backpack on his back, hiking shoes, and <laughs> go just walk through the forest. Um, so they put a lot of um, stuff in there in order to decorate and and bring your uh, a level of realism inside your uh, your scenarios so you'll be able to uh, play with those and add those to your scenarios freely without having to buy the DLC that's pretty good 
Exactly, yeah. And they, they've added... Um, yeah, it's basically just a ton of detail. I'm scrolling through it all now, and it's just... Yeah, it's a lot of more detail. It looks as though all the buildings come by default with the game. Mm, are you sure about that? Um, well, I'm looking at... So, I'm in since, the editor. Since you, have, since you have the DLC, probably is unlocked, mm. but... I'm not sure oh, that you but I'm, I'm sorting if you don't by, have the deals. I'm sorting by mod here. So I've got the, the Armour 3 contact platform mm -hmm. loaded and I, as a filter. And that's mm -hmm. got all the buildings in it and stuff yes, like that. Yes, but well, that, I think, I, I may be wrong, but that, I think, is only accessible if you, don't ha if you have the DLC, if you bought the, B the DLC. If you don't have the ah, DLC, that okay. not accessible. Uh, as well as Livonia, as the Defense Forces, and that kind of thing, you know. So, and I, I may be wrong, but that's the way I understood, and that's the way I answered all the questions that uh, that were asked. But, I mean, I may be wrong, so we'll, well need to... Yeah, yeah, I, just, I'm probably wrong, too. I'm anyways, just going people, off what's if, if you've mm. got any doubts about that, go into your game. If you don't... If you didn't buy the DLC, just go into your game, into the editor, and check what you have and what you don't have, basically. That'll and be... tell me later so that I can know if I'm right or not. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, react to, to our podcast also on Twitter and on Discord. Uh, we'll be happy to, to uh, discuss those, those podcasts with, with you. Um, what did you think about the, the, the factions, Cyrus? Um, so I really like the the faction actually uh, the the Livonian Defense Force. Mm -hmm. um, I really like their design. Um, I, th I think they look like a good like middle ground between um, the AAF uh, with their like sort of poor country low tech gear mm -hmm. and and NATO. Like they they actually and they they they're really well designed in terms of like being that Eastern European mm -hmm. style army as well with that vaguely vaguely Soviet looking uh, uniforms. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I I really like them. Their they gun were... is kind of cool. Yeah, they were designed. I was going to say about the fact that they you know you said that they were looking like a mix between NATO and the AAF. They were designed in the game, um, in the campaign especially, to be mm. as effective as NATO. Basically, you'll encounter them and they will be extremely effective. They won't be as dumb as the AAF, which was clearly a, a local force on Altus and Stratus and that, you know, they were, yeah, a bit dumber yeah. than, than NATO. Um, well, at least as they were presented in the Armour 3, con uh, Armour 3 uh, campaign. But in Armour 3 Contact, the Livonian force is clearly defined as a very effective force. Basically, you'll be, exactly. you'll be in the game, in the campaign, you'll be always trying to avoid them because they are good, their weapons are extremely effective, and they are well trained and that kind of thing. So mm. they now act as a single big uh, weighted force. You know, you you can't you can't go, you know, around them. Mm. Uh, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Or at least not as infantry. You can't. And this is why I really like them, and I think that they're like a good in between, is because their infantry are really good. 
Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and their, their infantry are well trained and all of that, but they don't have good tech. They, they've got um, mostly off-roads as their uh, main vehicle, mm-hmm. um, and they, they don't have any MRAPs. Nope. As far as I'm aware. Uh, but they do have... Uh, All their infantry it's... gear, though, is very good. I mean, their weapons are yeah. good and that kind of thing. Exactly. But that's that's why they're a good like, middle ground, is because their infantry yeah. are great, but they don't mm-hmm. have that um, that armored warfare capability that, yeah. that the main factions have. Yeah. And um, I'm going to stop on their weapons. Um, mm. I mean, I've tested... So, with the armor contact update so the 1.94 update i don't know if you've heard but the mx has had an update in the sound and obviously all those new weapons have new sounds when you fire them and they they clearly feel more meaty as you would say cyrus <laughs> um, you were complaining about the fact that uh, a lot of weapons in Armor 3 didn't feel meaty enough. They didn't sound realistic enough. And, well, well, they did an upgrade on the MX. And, oh, man, the MX is a shit weapon. But now I like firing it because it's got a, a very good sound. And that's, that new that's, weapon that's, that's... is, is hmm. extremely... Uh, how is it called? What is it called? It's the... That weapon. Uh, it, the, the the promet. The promet. Uh, the yeah, promise. It's, it, so it's, 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 it's kind of a yeah. You go. You go. <laughs> it, it's extremely stable. I used it during mm. the campaign because it's extremely stable. If you go into full um, full automatic mode, you won't have that much recoil. It'll stay very effective, and it's a one bullet, one dead, basically. Yeah, so, so it's, it's 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 firing the same the same rounds as the MX. It's firing those six point five millimeter rounds, um, mm-hmm. but it's it's in a it's in a bullpup configuration. So it's kind of like the the CSAT Katibas, but I think it's a bit I don't know. It's a bit chunkier. I don't know. I I like the look of it. Um, yeah. It's also got a very interesting uh, sight on it. So that that one that we were speculating about, and we're like, oh, maybe it's like some sort of thermal looking sight or something like that it's um i i didn't like i didn't like it to be honest i didn't like that scope no it was too simple it it looks very futuristic and in the end it's well in my sense in my pvp experience i would not use it because it's uh, you can't see around it it's basically like the Mm. g36 scope Basically, you know, the yeah. long version of the G36 has a very big scope because it, it's a it's a semi-auto uh, sniper. Basically, the G no G36A basically is the long version. Well, it yeah. has that very small, um, very small uh, reticle or optic, and it to me to me it's not good. It's good for long distance and medium distance, but not for close combat. Yeah, I I'm inclined to disagree. This to me is uh exactly the kind of scope that I would like to use for most combat. But that said, I play in uh 1440p. Mm-hmm. So I I'm playing on a fairly big screen, so I've got a lot of ability to spot things a lot further away. So mm-hmm. I tend to be engaging with those one times, two times scopes. Whereas this That's is insane. like a it's it's a one point five, I think is what it is, or a one point seven. Mm-hmm times magnification and for me 
that is exactly the magnification I need to engage at those 300 to 400 meter ranges. Yeah, so yeah, that was what I was saying. It's it's better for for medium and long distance. I mean, I didn't like it in in close combat. I had to to drop it on the floor sometimes because it it just wasn't good. I preferred the uh, the iron sights on on that weapon, but oh, that's well, just me. Did did you know that like most weapons in the game, it has two sights? There's an iron oh, sight no, on top. Oh no, I didn't. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, no, you can swap to the iron sight on top of oh, the, okay. the scope. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, I'll, so it's basically our, like an RNCO or RCO. Yeah, yeah. Or... It's, okay, it's just got a. Uh, it, it's probably more like the the sniper scopes that have the mm. um, the iron sight on top. Oh, I, I see. forget which one that is. The MOS that that yeah. that style of. Okay, well, I have to. I'll have to try it because yeah, my in my experience, it was not good for closing closing aging. Uh, but uh, the Promet is still a very good weapon, and mm. the AKs, man. The AKs. They have a lot of I, recoil, but they're insane. I love them. The the RPK I actually found kind of disappointing. I was hoping for a bit more out of that when I was using it, but um, oh, why? Tell us why. I, I I'm 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 grabbing it now because I can't quite put into words what my issue with it is. It just doesn't feel. It, it doesn't have enough recoil. I think. Okay. You, you you wanted it to be really a. a um, a spraying machine gun, and well, uh, like, not necessarily. You, you, would I, have, my... you would have to be laying down on the ground or on a, yeah, on a support yeah, exactly. in, like, in order to it, shoot it's, it. It's, it's a support weapon. You should be firing it from from like a stable position. But like, yeah. I'm able to accurately control it while I'm running. No, oh, okay, right. I see. Which is uh, that's a bit of a concern if you've got seven, seventy. What is it? Seventy rounds of seven point six two. 75 rounds of 7.62 to put down range if you can control that while you're running that's a yeah in i mean yeah in pvp that could be a, a downside i must admit the the aku though was really good i mean i loved it in close combat mm. you, you could you could really sprint on your enemy ai or player and just spray the freaking <laughs> out of them <laughs> and and it was just amazing. I mean, it the sound is good, the 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 textures are amazing, and the, the gun is good. Plus, yeah. that brings me to talking about the um, the spetnats, man. Did you did you, I don't know? Probably you didn't finish the campaign, but I I, I haven't finished it yet, and that sounds like a spoiler, man. Ah uh, yes, I I'm I'm oh oh I he's given away it. the secrets. It the was spet secretly the Russians it. all okay. along. I I am going to have to, to to say something. I'm not going to spoil on what's going to happen or whatever, but one thing from the scenario I loved, and I really say hi and thank you to bohemia for going down that road they could have said okay nato and the spetnads are you know in real life they're not i mean they're probably working together sometimes but it's <laughs> russia and america basically and that type of scenario in video games is always the same basically you've got nato mm. fighting russia and and they're basically always going on top of each other, and it's a pain. Now uh, I'm I'm sick of those scenario where it's always either America versus the the rest of the world. Here it was basically you're 
playing an American soldier for NATO in the campaign, and in the end, you uh, you you end up being uh, well, you end up working with the Spetnaz, and that I think is very good because yes, it breaks I... that cycle of you know America mm. versus Russia thing. And that without was going yeah without going too far into the the writing in the uh the campaign like i think that that's actually probably one of the big big themes of it and that's why i like it a lot is because there's that that concept of it doesn't matter who you are on the ground when there's yeah. that thing up there i mean that's all about the armor series thing obviously they did some scenarios where obviously you were an american or a british soldier fighting the fighting either islamic state or uh or um, or some some rebels in mi Middle Eastern or uh, sorry uh, Eastern Europe sorry or or uh, either uh, fighting some some Russian guys but but in this one you 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 do uh, go through another spirit of of the game and you're really cooperating with usually enemy forces and. Mm. That feels so good, man. In the end, uh, I won't spoil the end, the end mission, but it's just insane. I loved it. Mm, so I, I haven't been there, so I can't, I can't tell you what's going on. Yeah, and about the spetnaz, I mean, they're they're looking great as well. They're so we talked about their weapons, but I mean, the the whole spetnaz feels great. They implemented the Polish, um, and uh, so that's for Livonia, the Polish. Um, uh, you know, uh, talking and speech inside the game. Mm. So obviously, you'll be if you go into the Livonia Force, you'll be hearing some Polish, and uh, and you'll be uh, you know the AI will be speak speaking Polish. That's that's great as well. I loved it. <laughs> um, what else, Cyrus? What do we have on our um, plate on that Armor Three content? Oh. DLC. Oh, no, the, there's there's one more faction that we've forgotten about. Which one is it? It's the looters. The looters, we, we, indeed. We've, um, we've got some more uh, paramilitary or like bandit type yeah. dudes. So, uh, so Armor 3 Contact introduced some civilian faction. Well, they're kind of civilian because... They're, they're, they're a criminal element. They're a criminal element. I think they were trying to put that, you know, a, a little wink to the uh, to the life uh, mods, you know, out there, the life mm. servers. Uh, because, you know, in the life servers, you can sometimes in certain servers, you can go as a, like a rebel or something. And in this DLC, that was the case. You will fight. You will be fighting civilians with shotguns, with, uh, with uh, you know, like the Knozilla, like yeah, Kozlis and things or like that, whatever its name. And they'll mm. be shooting real weapons at you because they're they're just farmers, angry farmers that uh, went into into criminal uh, criminal entities and and uh, and will be fighting you. And that is great. I mean, I at one point in the campaign you'll be entering a camp where uh, you will have basically armed farmers, and that is great. I loved it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, so yeah, they've obviously included with that. There's a there's an over under shotgun, uh, which fires actual pellets. It's the first gun in the game that actually fires actual shotgun shells with pellets. Yep, makes me That's very great. happy. 
Yeah, um, you can hear them hit all over you. Like if he missed, if if the guy that's shooting at you misses you, basically you'll you'll be hearing those little all all around you. Like they're they're hitting all around you and and not hitting you. It's just a a really thrilling sensation. Hmm. Um. Oh. I forgot about the it's 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 like the 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 most important character of the the campaign and I forgot about him. They've also added uh, a new drone. And you, oh, Eddie! That's yes. Eddie. We nearly forgot about him. Indeed, Eddie. I tried both versions. So the shot, the you know that little shotgun it has. Yeah. Uh, so to... there's a roller version, which is the one that you'll see in the DLC, which is mm-hmm. uh, basically With... got a camera on it and. A few things, basically, to take samples and to mine that kind of thing. Mine, mine yeah. some some props and I mean whatever. I don't remember yeah. the word. But ba- ba- basically, a bunch of stuff. But it's uh, once it's again, that's one of those ex- things that's kind of not. Yeah, yeah that's that's not something that's going to be in the game that just has function to begin with. You'll have to uh, code that in yourself, I guess. And then there's the second version with the demining kit. Basically, it'll be able mm. to blow up mines basically and um and that is just completely cool um i am thinking about i was in my pvp community i was asked for a uh, capture the flag scenario with only eddies basically you'll be you'll be fighting each other with <laughs> eddie shotgun eddie you know uh and, and oh, just, i'm keen for that and I will, just I will like play that basically just running around well driving around with your eddie and shooting other eddies but, I mean, it's really cool. There's a lot of um, cool things to and, do uh, with those drones. So, something else that's kind of interesting about that, I'm just playing with it now, is uh, it's it's got a manipulator arm. So the body of the drone can actually be like hiding around a corner and you can move the gun around yes. the corner. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yourself. you can like, just stick out your, your the head of Eddie, basically, and, uh, and just yeah peek through corners and that kind of thing indeed i think one thing that we did not talk about cyrus is the inspiration that uh, the devs uh took from all sorts of things that were published in cinema um in in series in books in in films mm. in all sorts of things i found a lot of things that were inspired from other things in that campaign i was kind of surprised by some and disappointed by others i don't know if you saw the um how how is it called i think it's it is called first contact the film you know there's a film called first contact where basically um you're the the main character is a linguist and she'll be the one to actually oh talk yeah with i know the, the one you mean yeah yeah talk with the aliens so that's well, that's something that they've done in the dlc then yeah, yeah uh, basically that's your, a lot of inspiration a, uh, translator is he yeah 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 he's a translator or something well whatever i mean it's very close to that film so obviously you can find all those reference when you're playing the game and th- so that's one of the downsides i found is that it was very similar to some already made things and I didn't find that they created their own alien approach of it, you know. 
I would have loved them to just come with something completely new. See what I mean? Well, that's 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 hard to do. To be fair, I, I like, do it's, understand it's hard to come hard. up with yeah. a new new way to do aliens. I do understand it's very hard, but here it was completely or very very similar to to that film, and um, yeah, that it is felt true. Weird. Yeah, yeah. So they, um, I suppose it's it's not really a spoiler to say because uh, we've already talked about the M spec device, right? Mm-hmm. And how it uses sound. Well, it's it's probably not a spoiler to say that the aliens communicate using sound a lot, a lot like that film. That does raise mm-hmm. a good point. I didn't actually yeah, think indeed. Of that until you well, no, that in the now. in the film they don't. They use they use um, uh, writing in the film. So that's different oh, do from they? the film. Okay. Yeah, in the film they use writing. But what um, was I thinking? There must have been another film recently that had oh, uh, aliens okay. that communicated with sound. Oh, I see. But but yeah, indeed. In the end, it was inspired by a bunch of things. But one of the things I found... Well, it's it's just my thing because I'm very... I'm a fan of the series. Is Have you seen the series that's called Stargate? Do you know yes, that series? Yes, I have, yes. Stargate... Which which, 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 which one, though? Uh, I mean, the uh, the normal one. You know, the... Uh, uh, SG-1? Without. Yeah, SG-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a great fan of that show because I mean I've grow I, I grew up with the show and I've watched every single episode like five times and I love it and it was my sci-fi growing up with sci-fi. I mean others grew up with Star Trek that kind of thing, but I grew up with uh, with Stargate and in the in the ambience. Um, songs i mean you know th- there's a background song that is playing during the campaign mm. well there's a tune that comes from stargate i don't oh, know really? if it's i don't know if it's intentional or if it's just inspiration i mean innocent inspiration but it made me feel like oh this is from stargate and i loved it Th- that was just a big throwback to my uh, childhood and to what I when I was following the show and it felt sci-fi and that was great. Yeah, that that is definitely something I will will say about the DLC. It is it is a very well done atmosphere. It feels like a, a, a it yeah should the the atmosphere is a... great and I think that's what will be you know pushing forwards in this podcast is that that one thing is that the dlc will bring you into a whole new world i know there's a lot of haters out there that say oh it's uh, it's uh, you know the aliens in armor 3 armor 3 is a is a, a military simulator well yeah try it and then you can rage after you've tried it um I, i'm inclined to agree it it does a good job of actually staying as a military simulator yes, in a first it does contact it, scenario it, I, think, I mean i think it again, actually does a good job there yeah again yeah. No, the main how realistic is that first contact scenario eh, that's that's another topic yeah again but, the the main feature of this dlc is the electronic warfare it's not the aliens so if you're bitching about the aliens just <laughs> buy the dlc try it and you'll see that it's not all about aliens and it's a lot about about some actual really military things techniques oh, that oh, are used the, so the, the, there's a problem flash uh-oh there's a problem i'm just looking down all the chimneys mm-hmm. in this map there's no galaxies in any of the chimneys 
Oh, what a sad, no, sad Don't future. buy it, guys. Don't buy don't, it. It's nah, not worth it. No, yeah. no galaxy in the chimneys. Too bad. But I didn't know. I don't know if you saw the those big silo um, chimneys. You know, the red and white ones. Mm. They're destructible. So you oh, can, what? You, if you Please destroy hold. them, I, I need to blow something up. So basically, take a <laughs> tank, take a tank, blow one up. You'll see it'll come down. Uh, like slowly, like it's crashing down. It's just insane. I love it. <laughs> it's so big. Basically, the big red and white ones with yeah, yeah. I think I've written finished. on it. Anyways, yep, yep, yep. we'll mm. leave Cyrus to play with the editor explosions now to and, make. And yeah, he's got explosions to make. Thank you all for following this uh, this podcast. This was our. Our, you know, impressions about the DLC. I hope you've you've learned a lot of things. I hope you liked hearing about that DLC. Uh, please react to our podcast either on Discord if you're on on there or on the Twitter. Just send us a message on Twitter. We'll be happy to discuss things with you and eventually invite you to talk about them. Uh, it's about about your opinion, that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, again, if you have your a unit to promote, if you want to come on the show to talk about yourself what you're doing if you're a mod maker a creator a member of a community that kind of thing please feel free to send us a message we'll be very happy to have you on the show and talk about what you do in the armor 3 community because that's what radio armor is all about cyrus i think we can say goodbye now yeah i think we can this thing takes a lot of rounds i've almost drained the uh the apc here Oh, maybe it would take a bigger bomb then. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. See you guys.